0: Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on! You're now part of the Fastest Hour in Radio presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need help you get them installed and back on the road with a smile find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com on today's show the chevy bolt is back short track racing in montgomery ford news and rumors and electric school buses revisited all that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with bud and tim right now on north georgia's news talk wdun Welcome in folks. This is Bud Hughes, Resident Car Nut, and Tim T. Pasqual, a poster to the stars. Tim, how you doing, man? I'm great, Bud. How are you? I'm doing great and I'm excited. Oh yeah? You know why I'm excited? Tell me. Because I have Stan Narrison on the phone, and you know why Stan Narrison's excited? He's about to have a race. He's about to have a race. The Show Me the Money series. It's going on today. Stan welcome back into Bud's garage.
1: Man, it's so comfortable in here. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're going to be working the rest of the day, so uh, saving it up here. What's the uh, – the gate's open shortly. Tell us about the rest of the schedule and what races you're holding and uh, sure, all that sure. kind of stuff. This
1: is, our, um, uh, this is our Saturday of Speed. It's an uh, event that we ran. We actually used to run it at Lanier um, on a regular basis the end of the summer, and we just kind of carried it over here to Montgomery. So, you know, a pit gates. Uh, are going to open today at noon so you know we've already got a bunch of cars in here came here for practice last night and um got a got a great group uh you know we'll we'll do our first practices starting at 2:30, and you know pretty much open the gates at five qualifying at six racing at seven uh interesting thing about this normally we run 125 lap prolate model race and uh this is our 70th year here the, uh, the track was uh, wow. built at 53 so we decided especially with the heat that uh we would run twin 70s and um the guys are pretty excited the guys and gals pretty 70s excited about it. man yeah yeah it's going to be neat a little bit more than the 50 lapper usually when we do twins we'll do a 50 um the 70 is a little bit more and i i, I think it's going to make for some great great racing um and then you know you have an opportunity to work on your cars in in between the two races, and then the last night of the last race of the night will be another seventy-lapper for the pro-late models. Yep. And we're going to fill in in between with our street stock division doing making up their Rumble by the River race, and then we also have late model sportsmen. So it's a night full of uh, stock car action.
0: And adults are twenty bucks. Seniors and militaries fifteen. Kids six through twelve are five dollars. Kids under five are free. How long is it going to take us to jump in the, uh, the cruiser here and get to Montgomery Motor Speedway from Gainesville?
1: From Gainesville? You know, uh, I'd say three and a half hours. That's a, what I usually make it in, and I'm not a real... You know I'm, I'm not a real fast driver you can you can tell from my uh racing career you know i kind of i kind of lag in the back and wait for everybody to crash oh, okay. It doesn't always work that way <laughs> but no you know it, it's an easy ride you come straight down 85 when 85 ends you're just about at the racetrack so pretty pretty easy to get here in west montgomery and um man we're we're just excited about it i'm amazed how many racers that i have that are coming over from georgia to uh to participate here in this race
0: well we're going to send you thousands of spectators because you're helping us out with the show here and okay. uh what time does the race wrap up then
1: uh we always finish before 11 o'clock we're, we have a we're, we're looking to finish between 10 and ten thirty. Quick fireworks show to get everybody out of here because oh, yeah. i 'm afraid if i 'm left alone with these fireworks much longer i 'm going to start lighting them in the office, <laughs> so I had to you know we rained out our our July eighth race, so man. i've been looking at these things thinking, man, man,
0: man, what could I fire- do with this right
1: <laughs> that 's right that's right, right. well so, you know we once again be a night full full of uh, great racing it 's all <clears throat> it's downhill both ways from Atlanta, so yep. it 's an easy ride yeah okay and um you know, come and come and see the stars.
0: We're going to send folks your way, Stan Harrison, Montgomery Motor Speedway. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with us here, at Bud's Garage. Thanks, Stan.
1: Well, we appreciate it. You guys go fast and turn left.
0: Have fun. See you. <laughs> Bye. We got a little housekeeping stuff. I want to get going here. Okay. Uh, the podca- the podcast website is now up and running. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, you go to Bud's Garage Overdrive mm-hmm. and it lists the episodes, and you can go right to the episodes from the. uh, website. Uh, So you've got episodes, videos, blog, and a contact page. You can reach out to us. All the episodes are there now, and they're also uh, uploaded on all your favorite podcast sites. So we've got three Facebook pages now. We have WDUN Bud's Garage. We've got Bud's Garage Overdrive, and we've got Bud's Garage, just Bud's Garage Facebook page if you want to reach out to us. Wow, that's a lot. Well, you know. If you got some suggestions or comments, you know, feel mm. free. We want to include you in the show, in the making of it, and all that kind of stuff. So you okay. know, reach out to us, and uh, sure, we'll see what we can do. And I, I have, I'm also going to post your personal phone number. So <laughs> every, time you, every time you do a, a uh, voice, uh, what do you call it, impersonation <laughs> of somebody, uh, they, can, they can reach out to you. So that's, uh, okay. that's the plan. Automotive News. Now, this is crazy. After uh, Ford, GM, and Toyota hooked up with Tesla, now seven manufacturers, including General Motors, want to form their own charging network. You know- You wanna explain this to me, please? Well, (laughs) what they had better
2: figure out how to do is how they're gonna standardize the charging. Nobody who owns an EV is gonna care who's got what, as long as whatever it is, it'll plug into the car that you're driving right and you've got two different setups here at least now
0: yeah you've got ccs ccs and and nacs NACS, which
2: is uh tesla's supercharger and the ccs is uh, a dc that's what polestar and all the others are using but they make adapters just like uh, you have for you know when you park your rv and it's different kinds of plugs right
0: right right but there's more involved to it than that
2: right well it depends on how fast you expect to charge and how your car is
0: wired literally and how you're literally yeah right uh, right you know we 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 were talking about uh we've talked in the past about well you know if you've got a for instance one of these second generation chevrolet bolts Mm -hmm. eh, you're out of luck yeah well if you've got one of these cars that's a CCS car, mm-hmm. which is what's out there now right. for the most part, except for Teslas. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still limited as to what you're going to charge. So it's going to be the next generation of EVs to come out yeah. will benefit if they're, from this NACS thing. If they're expecting people to buy
2: EVs, they better get it together and, and standardize some kind of system, or, or you're going to be putting people off because people, especially like me, it's got to be
0: simple or I'm not doing it. No, I understand. Yeah and and adapters you know that this opens up a oh, oh man this opens goodness. up a a market for people selling adapters and mm-hmm. stuff that are that are not legit and, right and might fry your car exactly and, you know uh, speaking know. of that you hear the about the uh car container ship
2: that caught fire uh it had i don't know how many cars three thousand cars on it another one and uh wow. one of the evs caught fire there was 25 evs and they had to abandon ship and one one of the crew members was killed
0: oh, and they had goodness. to abandon
2: ship and it's out there in the middle of the ocean burning
0: burning mm-hmm. wow and that's amazing they obviously didn't have their chargers connected right no <laughs> well you know who does have their stuff together that would be the great people at year one oh the muscle car experts the muscle car experts and they have got right now a special on the wheel well openings for Transamps and firebirds oh really? remember they were made out of some kind of tupperware and after a while they they mm-hmm. get crusty and didn't work out and they've they've got the front and rear sets for those okay so if yours are beat up a little bit you mm. may want to get some new ones get some new ones Shoot from you. year one in cornelia georgia check them out at yearone.com and uh, you know they can help you out with all your needs. Okay. Wiring, weather stripping, instructions, mm-hmm. or at least assembly manuals. All kinds of parts. All kinds of parts are great folks. We'll be right back here, at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk AM five fifty and FM one hundred two
2: point nine. W D U N. Don't go away.
0: Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by all three locations of Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more.
2: Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs.
0: Well, it is time for Ford news and rumors, and we always turn to our favorite Ford guy for that. That would be Aaron Hughes from Green Ford. Aaron, welcome
3: back into Bud's Garage. Hey guys, how we doing? Uh, We're doing great. How you doing, Aaron? Good. Tim, how are you? He's on the road. I'm good. Tim is on the road. I like I like this sound.
0: Now, are you gonna yep. bring? You gonna bring us donuts?
3: Oh
2: sure. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard yeah. that before. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Your wife has already told me about bringing you more donuts.
0: Yeah. But. I know. I know. Against okay. the rules. Let's talk about the inventory that you have uh, on the on the ground at Green Ford. Tell us a little bit about what's cooking
3: well uh inventory numbers are great right now. Um, things have really come back when we're getting shipments daily. We actually have finally after years, we have broncos in stock that are not just ordered for people. We have mavericks that are in stock. We have super duties in wow. stock It's great, and we've got tons of f one fifties again it's It's like the old days. I love it
0: cool how about uh
3: oh that's fabulous it really is it, it's a great it's a great time it, it it's you know, after watching all these lots that were empty of all the brands and now now it's starting to feel back to normal. People are back to having selection and could choose a lot of options on vehicles again.
0: I love it. Tim's got a big SUV. What 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 yeah. is do you have the expeditionary excursion?
3: We have the expedition Oh Tim, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got the excursion. Okay. You, is yours a seven three? No, sir. Mine is a six oh with
2: three hundred and thirty thousand miles. How about that? And I don't care what anyone says. Aaron, if you maintain your vehicles, they will be more reliable and trouble-free.
3: Absolutely. Um, you know that uh, that excursion. If Ford started building them again, we would sell them like hotcakes. Everybody you know, loves those absolutely. things. Everybody loves them.
2: You know the biggest problem that I see with people that complain about them is that they do it, it, they do cost more to maintain. You know, oil changes are more expensive, filters are more expensive. It's a bigger vehicle, and it just requires more attention to keep it on the road.
0: Oh yeah. Well, we're going to wait so till you
2: get to. Your, if you ignore regular maintenance because you don't want to pay for it, and then all of a sudden it breaks down, well, guess whose fault that is?
3: Right, and that's uh, the same with every vehicle, I would say.
0: Now, Tim sure. and I, Tim and I, have been talking on the show quite a bit about uh, a change in the tide here. Um, all the manufacturers, all of a sudden, are saying, "Well, maybe we're going to put the brakes on the the electric stuff and." Uh, Continue building the internal combustion stuff for a while. Uh, Ford has just come out and announced that because they, they recognize that there are certain people that need and, and want internal combustion uh, engines in their oh, vehicles. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. And Ford is in a unique position, I think, more than uh, a lot of companies because they're ve- building not just all electric vehicles, but they're very, building almost anti-electric vehicles because they have you know a whole commercial division of, of very big trucks. But you also have got, you know, a big contingent of people that are needing to tow things. And, uh, you know, then you also have the Bronco where you're in an off-road world. Uh, well, hey, you're not going to be able to charge when you're out in the wilderness rock crawling and stuff, you know. So Ford has to be able to, to walk the line a little bit. Um, and I think they've recognized, and it, the, you know, the majority of the Ford dealers are not in, uh, you know, urban areas where people are just, uh You know driving small amounts you know if you're in gainesville georgia like we are um you know you i'm accepting anytime i go anywhere i'm driving a half hour or so and uh, you know if i make a few stops i might be on the road for an hour hour and a half a day just doing routine things and sometimes uh you know uh, some electric vehicles may work for that but if i've you know if i've got a pickup truck load of things or or if i want to tow a small trailer or something electric vehicle is not practical uh in our type of area or in a lot of rural areas and, and i think uh you know that's honestly i think that's the majority of the com- uh, of the country and i think uh hybrid vehicles really make more sense for that
0: now tell us about the uh, y- yeah now the hybrid explorer tell yeah. us about that i didn't realize there was such yeah a thing. there's
3: a hybrid explorer came out um uh oh recently we we've had uh, we've had one or two in um, uh, that were ordered for folks and, and they're great they're a 3.3 uh, v6 engine so they got plenty of power and torque and and a, you know and it's a hybrid and that's something new from ford in the last year here um you know the explorers have always been a uh, all gas engine and, and you know they re-engineered them a few years ago where they went back to using a rear wheel drive full frame platform or an all-wheel drive platform um and it's great because they do have the hybrid available now
0: And the F-150 is also available in the hybrid, right?
3: The F-150 hybrid is fantastic because it uses the 3.5 EcoBoost, which is the highest rated in its class for towing capacity. And then behind the bell housing, um, when you get into uh, car nerd stuff here, when you get behind the bell housing, there's actually a 47-horsepower electric motor. So what Ford did with that is instead of trying to make it the hybrid from a... uh, Standpoint of fuel economy, which it uh, certainly has but they use that as part of the electric charging situation And we've all heard about how you can power your house off of the truck um, And that's what for, how Ford elected to do that Which is great because the electric motor gives you all the additional towing capacity um, and torque um, when you're towing but it also will be charging uh, the batteries on the vehicle that can be used with the generating unit and you're 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 getting the fuel mileage. Uh, one of my finance managers is pulling in the parking lot yesterday, and, and he drives an F one hundred and fifty. He would had it for about a year, and uh, you know it, it's funny because when he pulls in, it was on all electric power at that particular time, um, so you know it was, it was virtually silent as he's pulling his parking space in a full size truck. So so yeah, that's a that's a fantastic motor, and that's been very very good uh, uh, very good reception from people that own them. So, uh,
0: the people responsible for the, the the hybrid stuff, and the people responsible for the electric stuff, and the people responsible for the internal combustion stuff, you have the blue division mm-hmm. is that right and the yeah. and the e division
3: yeah, the e division is Ford is trying to separate everything out where the electric is kind of in its own world, which i 'm great with because i 'm on the what they now call the blue side, which is all the uh, uh, we like to call them the uh, kind of like the grandfathered in vehicles or the uh, Legacy vehicles which are like your Mustangs and all your trucks, Um, you know here here where we are truck a truck business well with Ford uh, Ford nationally here in the States obviously uh, is uh, Pickup trucks are Ford's main business whether it's the super duties and now you even have uh, You know, of course your f-150 number one selling truck in or number one selling vehicle in America Um, But then you also have got the smaller trucks now too with the Rangers and then even the Maverick which has been huge how
0: about what's going on at your, on your used car side? You told me about a vehicle that I had forgotten about yeah. that, that really gets you excited. Listen I to this do. one, Tim.
3: So uh, I just traded okay. the other day for a 2015. It's a one-owner C-Max, and it is a plug-in hybrid C-Max. Well, while we were doing uh, all the uh, trade-in information on that, the reports, we had to go uh, within 400 miles to even find double digits of these things. So there are less than uh, 10 of them within 400 miles. This thing, when I, when I turned it on, it, like I say, it's a one-owner vehicle. It has uh, oh, roughly 60,000 miles, and it's a 15, and it is in beautiful condition, and it's a platinum, so it's loaded. Wow. And that thing's averaging 58.9 miles to a gallon in the time these folks have had it. Uh, it's just awesome. It's an awesome little vehicle. I always loved them when they were out. Um, When when they were first out, there just were not a lot of them. They didn't build a lot of them. And a lot of people don't realize that at that time, that was one of the only flat tow vehicles that Ford made. So most of them we sold were for uh, people who had motorhomes. And so it's it's kind right. of a small, it's like on a focus platform, but it has the room that an escape has, and you can flat toe the thing, and you're getting almost sixty miles to a gallon in it. It's an awesome little vehicle. So I have not used one of those. That's yeah. great.
0: So we need to. Well, put I out. think
3: that has to
2: do with uh, marketing. The way that you know it's so difficult for these manufacturers to market and hit all of the targets. It yeah. used to be just TV and radio and newspaper. Now you got all the internet outlets and so forth. And I think the word doesn't get out on a lot of really good vehicles because of that.
3: I think you're right. And there's so much out there. Everybody's kind of bombarded with
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. How can folks learn more about what's going on at Green Ford?
3: Oh, come on down to 2365 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville, Georgia, or check out greenford.net or give us a call at 770-532-5620. Feel free to ask for Aaron. I'll be glad to help you any way I can. And we'll get you into a new Ford. You'll be doing burnouts in the parking lot. It'll be great. Wait a minute. You didn't let me do a burnout in the parking (laughs) lot. Well, everybody is not allowed to do burnouts in the parking lot.
0: All right. Special
3: request only.
0: We'll be right back here, Bud Scratch, on North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire & More, and all three locations of complete auto parts, Cornelia, Clarksville, and Gainesville.
2: Shop garage or driveway, we have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right.
0: Okay, Tim, I've got some listener feedback. Oh, wow. Remember the story we did, I don't know, a week or two ago? We actually talked about it quite a while ago, and then it's all been updated, Uh uh, about Robert Downey Jr., Oh yeah, and the turning classic internal combustion cars into, mm-hmm. into electric vehicles, electric powered eco mods, and then
2: uh, doing a raffle kind of deal to sell them. Yeah, yeah, them? yeah.
0: Well, we have a listener that doesn't agree with Robert Downey turning classic, you know, internal combustion cars into electric powered eco rods Oh no, no. And uh, all I can say to that is. He's not turning one off cars mm. into eco rods Right. There was nothing special about the 67 Corvette that he did. Right. I'm um, aside from it's a 67 vet, but it's not like Yeah, well, it's know, not there's like there's you can't go out and to... find a 67 yeah. Corvette. And right. the the short-box Chevy truck, the Oops. Volkswagen, the Volkswagen bus might be a little hard to come by, but it wasn't eh. it wasn't a a, you know, specific right. You know, serial number or anything like that. So I I'm thinking you know, he's he's still an internal combustion guy. He likes cars. Yeah. He's just taking a different look at it here and a different... He's got the money to do it. Right. And why shouldn't he? You know, like Jay Leno
2: yeah. put a 66 uh, tornado on a Corvette chassis, yeah. right? On a modified Corvette. You know, it's his car. He can do with it as he wishes. Yeah. As we all can do with our cars. We can either leave them bone stock as the manufacturer, or we can... Uh, you know, I personally, you know, I've got this project car that oh, yeah. I've been working oh, yeah. on for quite a while that nobody's going to get. And I don't care if anybody gets it. It's my car, right? We
0: we are going to post pictures of that on the oh, you know, podcast website. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, I don't
2: know about that. Well, I, that's, uh... I think
0: that's, that's really cool. Okay. Uh, but... I think that it's great that he's going to offer them to everyday folks, hmm. where you don't have to put it on the high-dollar television auction. Right, uh, right. If if you like, you know, if you like the car, the Buick Riviera you did, or the Volkswagen, or or whatever. Uh, I still haven't caught the show yet, uh, but I'm going to on Max HBO Max. Well, I think on, he's so. ahead of the game. You know, going into this electrification ten
2: or fifteen years from now, it'll be so cool to have an electric car that's a classic car, but it's electric.
0: Yeah. You know, where right. you can actually use it. Well, and it may come to that, yeah. where you can actually use it. Where you can actually use it, right. Yeah. Whatever's powering your ride, Complete Auto Parts has the parts to keep it running great. Not a lot of electric vehicle parts yet. No. But, you know, they're on top of that in the up-and-coming market, uh, you know, it, be it internal combustion or electric. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as we see more EVs on the, the road, they'll, they'll have the stuff for them. It's all going to evolve. Yep. And uh, it's it's going to evolve... Regardless of what the magazines tell you, like these, you know, we, we've done some stuff on the future cars, mm-hmm. this stuff isn't going to be in the immediate future. Right. You know, it's going to take decades, I think, to, you know, make this transition. Sure. And, uh, you know, they're going to be there for decades. Three locations in uh, North Georgia, you know, they're locally owned, family run, uh, Gainesville, Cornelia, and Clarksville. Check them out at Complete Auto Parts do what I do. Go over to gainesville store yeah hang
2: out hang out right yeah
0: make them throw you out <laughs> no, <they're> like <laughs> they do bud no oh, you gonna
2: buy some or you
0: gonna just hang out you know we uh speaking of uh complete auto parts and uh you know oakwood tire and more that uh you know keep this show going for us i mentioned last week i think with oakwood tire that they have got uh, subscriber service that they mm. belong to that allows them to have the same information as the vehicle bulletin repair repair bulletins et cetera et cetera that the OEMs have. Right, and that's because of an agreement that was made that you have got in your hand. Tell me a little bit about right. That well,
2: automakers repair shops have uh, struck up a new right-to-repair deal, which is just an updated commit commitment that started in 2014, which began as a uh, lawsuit by the state of Massachusetts. Right. Um, And, you know, John Deere went through it. They just lost a huge battle. They wanted to prevent owners of tractors from repairing their own tractors, from having the ability to repair their own tractors. And that's big stuff. When you've got a $500,000 tractor that, you know, needs repair, you've got to be able to have the equipment and be able to have the ability to service it while the corn is growing, not two months from now. So this is going... But the main thing is, Bud, that I want to bring up is... This is very convenient that they updated this commitment. But the reality is, if it was all up to, if you could only have your car serviced at the dealership, The dealerships would be so overwhelmed, they can barely keep up with their workload now. That's right. What if there weren't any independents? Now, there's people like my wife who takes her car always to our local Gainesville Toyota dealer who does a marvelous job. They're efficient, and they're timely, and they're fair. Me, personally, with my car... I use an independent just because it's more convenient for me. So right. whatever you feel like doing, you ought to
0: have the ability to do it. Once you buy the car, it's your car. And when it goes out of warranty. Especially. You know, it's, it's my issue with cars and warranties is I don't drive them enough miles to ever coincide with the warranty. Mm-hmm. You know, my my 2019 truck has got 20,000 miles on it. Well, right. the warranty's already gone on it, so I had to get an extended warranty because there's things on that truck that were pointed out to me, like the video system, the audio systems, and stuff that are in it, and some of the electronics. That's not do-it-yourself stuff. Mm-hmm. So you you got to have the warranty. You got to have a repair shop that's got the information that you can have here, and you know I I think it's important that this you know the repair shops can do the same things as the OEMs. Right on automobiles and
2: you know these subscription services that the they're they're not cheap cheap. they're not cheap right they pay for those monthly or yearly uh to keep them current you got to keep them updated
0: all the time okay tim electric school buses are in the news again okay tell us about them they have new (laughs) they have more range now okay 25 percent more range uh uh, the bluebird school buses which is made right here in in fort valley georgia yep uh they showed the uh, bus at a show in Reno Nevada mm-hmm. showcasing the evolution of zero zero blah, zero emission offerings next vision school bus is part of a collaboration between Bluebird and Cummings accelera unit features a 196 kilowatt battery that's a 25% gain to Bluebird's current model okay this gives the new version a range of up to 130 miles or up enough to cover up to 130 miles unless it's cold out or, or extremely hot. hot. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, they they're hoping that this will be able to to do a complete to a complete morning, morning or, and afternoon run. Okay, on a single charge. On a single charge. Yeah. But you know what I read in between this article? Hmm. As it, as I was reading on it said it's now capable of of higher kilowatt speeds okay Mm -hmm. So
2: faster charging
0: while improving its vehicle to grid charging capacity Mm -hmm. capability vehicle to grid means to me you put it into the public charging system is that what that means to you no i don't know well that's what i got to find out because i'm thinking that they're going to put in standalone units that might be hydrogen or something to actually charge these buses oh
2: really Okay. Well, that is that my
0: homework? Well, that could be part of it. I'm, I'm just wondering. I've seen these at shows. Mm-hmm. I've seen these at, at Petit Le Mans where they bring in these diesel generators, and they could bring in hydrogen, you know, powered uh, generators. Yeah. And charge the buses with those. Okay. So that doesn't hook you up to the public grid. Oh, I see. I see. So, so you're, you're, you're paying for it, you know. Uh huh. So we're not all paying for it right. to charge these things. It's kind of like when you go to a hotel and they've got a place to plug in. Mm -hmm. Everybody's paying to charge your car. Right. I'm not sure that's right. Yeah, I don't know about that. So, anyway. You know, it's... We'll see.
2: Well, they're going to be producing 5,000 electric school buses a year, you know, at Fort Valley... Uh, Georgia at the Bluebird Corporation. So
0: and Atlanta bought what do we say twenty-five buses yes, or something I like that? Winnet school was... system. Mm-hmm. And you know it was a kumbaya moment and all oh, that. But yeah. I think that when they get these and find out what's involved, it'll be a different story. Yeah, yeah. we would like to do a follow up on that. For well, sure. I want I want Bluebird to be successful though. They're a Georgia oh, company, yeah. but right. you know.
2: Well, but they're following the same timeline as all the rest of us, too, on this. That is the true. Mandates and so Speaking forth. Speaking
0: of which, we'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk.
2: WDUN, don't
0: go away. Welcome back in to Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More nationally backed
2: CarQuest branded parts and the best national tire brands to keep you rolling down the highway.
0: Well, Tim, an astute listener wanted to know why the percentage, and this is really astute. Remember we were talking about the rotary valve engine? Oh,
2: I remember my eyes
0: glazing over. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) But anyway. But this dude was listening. Yeah, and they wanted to know, this listener wanted to know why the percentage of air through an intake valve of an engine, a typical engine that we have in our car, Mm. is less than that of the exhaust valve. Because both valves are open in the airstream we've you know they're they're in the way basically yeah uh, why does the exhaust valve flow better you uh, want to, you want to answer the question <laughs> i don't have a clue <laughs> all right all right what's what's the the pressure that forces down on us all day long 14.7 to one okay okay gravity atmospheric
2: pressure. At- atmospheric atmospheric
0: yeah. it's atmospheric pressure yeah, yeah. So, if you've got a naturally aspirated engine, mm-hmm. that's all you got to bring the, that plus the suction of the piston to bring the the air into the engine. Okay. The engine's just an air pump. Mm-hmm. But on the exhaust stroke, yeah. the piston is coming up, so you got uh, typically 150 psi okay. pushing the exhaust out. So mm-hmm. it's cramming it past the, the exhaust valve even though it's kind of in the way. Wow, good answer. So, if you had a supercharged engine,
2: mm-hmm. You know, you to, would be forcing more air in. You'd be forcing in. more air in. Okay.
0: But the rotary valve engine, as we discussed, eliminates any interference of airflow, mm-hmm. and so you can make a lot of power. You're really hot on this rotary valve uh, engine. I just, I just think that it's good that out of all of this EV stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that we're we're coming up with other things, yeah, that might work, right, with what we got now, right, right, and right. make it more efficient and cleaner.
2: Mm-hmm. So. And continue to use gasoline like we have always
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: it makes it simpler
0: <sighs> we're all about simple yeah we are all right. we are about simple okay earlier in the show we talked about a race in montgomery with uh montgomery motor speedway mm-hmm. there's also a car show going on tonight cruising for a cause going on from four to seven at the Buford high school tonight
2: Yeah, it's a huge show. Yeah, you've been there? Lots of cars. Oh, yeah. They got a lot
0: of food and stuff, food trucks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything that you want. Well, good. That's very good. Go and help the cause then. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hot weather is tough on your battery. Remember, I had a little battery lesson a week or two ago. Oh, right. Uh, You know, Oakwood Tire and More can tell you the percentage of life that's left in your battery.
2: Yeah, that's good. It is
0: because, uh, you know before it leaves you stranded our mm-hmm. next our next big holiday is labor day right you know here we are in august the kids are back in school I i'm know, I'm, I'm always used to the you know after labor day thing right just it just gets ingrained in your dna or whatever mm-hmm. and anyway so before you head out on one more trip for the year get your battery and your charging system checked because yep. this hot weather is tough you know if it's 95 degrees ambient temperature Think what it is under your hood. Oh my! Got that engine cooking it's under hot. there. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot enough to cook. You know, we yeah. haven't done any cooking recipes. We just no, we doing, haven't. We just got off doing snacks. We mm, need to. Uh, we need we to cook a, back to some cooking. Cook
2: recipes. a roast or something. <laughs> you know, you took that trip to clear up to New York. You'd had. Plenty I didn't of cook time. anything on you it. You could have made some macaroni right. and cheese or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little little diesel, uh, little diesel flavor on the side. Oh yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> anyway, get it checked out at Oakwood Tire and More. Uh, 3120 Atlanta Highway over by uh what is that, Jeffrey or uh oh what school is over that way, Bill? Johnson High School. That's it. Johnson High School. Chevrolet has announced I don't get this at all. And I'm not I'm not knocking our, our local Chevrolet people, they don't make these decisions. But no. Chevrolet will build a third generation bolt on the new Ultium platform. Yes. Yeah, well, the, It is their biggest selling electric vehicle. Right,
2: right. But this new Ultium platform is going to cut their cost by 40% compared with the second generation EV platform that's underpinning the current Bolt. So it's
0: all about cost. Well, it's about cost. But how about the cost of the people that jumped in on the second generation car?
2: Well, well they're on their own. <laughs> well, Early adapters always pay the price, but that's how it's always been with cars.
0: But... I, but there, there's no adapter here. I think that I think Chevrolet should step up mm-hmm. and somehow figure a way to take the take the body off of that platform that the Bolt is on now yeah. and stick it onto an Ultium platform. Okay. Speaking of adapters, I'll make a couple of phone calls. Yeah. See if yeah. you can do that, don't you? Have, yeah. <laughs> We got a guy at the engine plant. No, that's the wrong company. Yeah, no, Never mind. That's, that's one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, they, you know, they're going to, like I say, it's confusing. So much of this is confusing. Well, anymore. This, is, uh, this used to be here, so it, simple it, to do, Tim. We talked about hot rods. Right. It and was now, easy. now we got
2: all this different uh,
0: But this is, stuff you going. know, as
2: the EVs evolve and the technology evolves, there's going to be many, many changes between now and in the next 10
0: years. Well, my friend. Over by the Pascarosa mm-hmm. is the huge battery plant that takes up, you know, from one exit to the next. Right, I don't over a million that, square feet. A million square feet. Mm-hmm. What, and, what if somebody figures out in their parents' basement that they can put all this energy into something the size of a 9-volt battery? Right. What, what do you... Then what? You might want to put in a bit on the battery plant. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the, uh, the old... the the junk you could put in a hundred... What oh, did you say? A million, million square of...
2: feet? Oh, oh how gosh. many cars could I fit in there? <laughs> junk cars, of course. Well, you know, yeah, project cars. Well, project cars. Yeah, project yeah. Cars, yeah. yeah I'm going to get Project
0: cars, not mm-hmm. junk cars. In a related article, Chevrolet plans to build... And they're planning to build a million EV units by 2030. Okay. Okay. Well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're planning. They all this is planning. Yeah. Planning. And you know, so they're they're gonna they're gonna get into the the charging business and everything else before it's all done. How about you think about this before we start building the things? Yeah. yeah. Chevrolet and everybody else, you know? Well they've kind of been pressured into it. Well, kinda,
2: yeah. By government, but pressure. I was thinking about it, you know
0: in europe you a lot of countries in europe you have a very short distance to drive to Mm -hmm. go you know across the country right you know in the united states going across a state you know would cover going across the entirety of europe oh sure in some instances Mm -hmm. i don't know well they're talking of a million square feet and all those kinds of things if you're looking for a place to go for a million things you didn't even know you needed you know what's coming up next week?
2: What? Oh, in the, Clarksville. Uh, yeah. The Northeast
0: Georgia Swap Meet. Yeah, that's gonna be good fun, Northeast Georgia Swap meet the twelfth at the Habersham Fairgrounds in Clarksville. And uh they got indoor vending, outdoor vending, mm-hmm. food, refreshments, and they usually knock it off by one o'clock. Yeah, it's gonna be a great so time. You're, you're not out there cooking. No. Now I will advise you, I always we always take the puppy. Uh, if you're taking your puppy, watch their feet mm-hmm. because not don't wash their feet. Watch their watch feet. Watch their feet because that, that pavement gets pretty hot. Yeah. So uh, you may want to get them little. Get footies. them some tennis shoes or something. Do they make tennis shoes? Oh, I'm sure dogs. they do. I haven't <laughs> looked at any. <laughs> a, you know what? You know who's got this handled? The guy in China mm-hmm. that that wanted to become an animal, a dog, so much that he had he spent fifteen thousand dollars getting a. A uh, costume similar to Lassie, built, made. Wow! And he can fit into this so costume, he can, and, and has somebody well, he take identifies and as stuff. a
2: as a dog or a puppy.
0: I don't know. Oh, I, I'm, I'm so out of the pronoun thing now that I don't okay. whether he's a dog, a puppy, or a Lassie. Uh-oh. He's a Lassie puppy. Mm-hmm. See, that's going to throw it into a whole different. Oh my goodness! Mix, no. but this is kind of weird. Yeah, if you go online, it, and watch. M- it was in the New York Post. Uh-huh. It's like 2 million yen or something for this costume. And he's been going out, and, I, you know, my mind wanders about stuff like this. I just, <laughs> It's unbelievable. I, I, well, you got to want it bad. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, so. I guess uh, so. While you're going to the Northeast Georgia Swap Meet, make sure you stop by and see our friends at Complete Auto Parts. Right. Uh, they've got the store in Clarksville that they've remodeled, and you need mm-hmm. to check out everything they've got. And uh, they're looking for a driver up in Clarksville. Okay. So you can reach us, out to us or reach, reach out to them in Gainesville. And yeah. Might hook you up with a career. Hey, if yeah. you're restoring a classic muscle car. Where are you headed? Well, you're going to the Muscle Car Experts at Year
2: One in Cornelia, Cornelia Georgia. Cornelia, yes. And they provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can click the links and hit the buttons and go to, oh, access WDUN, and then click the links click and hit the buttons. links, button that's right. And listen to the show whenever you want, or any of your podcast sites where you can listen to the show whenever you like, or find Bud's Garage Overdrive which is our podcast
0: yes and they help us out with that too sure it's all good stuff one of the things that ran across my screen as i was looking at the year one stuff uh midweek you know mm-hmm. it comes out on tuesdays or wednesdays they have got weather stripping you know the last thing you, you do on the car one of the last things you do is the weather stripping right and they have got the stuff that fits correctly mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to go down to the big box store and try to buy foam tape and Stick it in all the jams right. and stuff. Get the right. stuff that Get fits, the, stuff right. fits the, the vehicle. And, and not only the stuff, the quality. The mm-hmm. is really okay. Remember okay. Remember check them out at U1.com. Remember, remember to keep remember between the ditches. shiny yeah. side yeah. up. We'll <laughs> see you next week right <laughs> here at <in> Bud's Garage <laughs> on George's News Talk. AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.